Morgan's AM, your pre-market briefing. equity markets advanced on Friday, but settled off their session highs as investors eyed the latest inflation data later this week. Dow was up 76 points or 0.2%. Goldman Sachs Group settling 1.1% higher on news that the investment banking giant would cut underperformers as soon as October, a regular practice that it paused during the pandemic. Uh, that's according to a Financial Times report. Royal S&P 500 edged 0.1% higher, snapping a three-day losing streak. Energy and utilities both uh, climbed almost 1% on Friday to lead eight of the 11 primary sectors higher. NASDAQ inched uh, 0.1% higher, Apple up 0.4%, steadying after dropping over 6.5% over the course of the preceding two trading sessions amid reports that China is banning government officials from using iPhones at work as Beijing looks to reduce its dependence on US technology. Apple will also hold its latest product launch event on Tuesday night, expected to unveil its latest products including uh, the iPhone 15, iPhone 15 Pro and Apple Watch series. Uh, NVIDIA Corp uh, lost over 1% on Friday, extending its uh, weekly loss to just over 6%. Small cap Russell 2000 index down 0.2%. For the holiday shortened week, the Dow was down three quarters of 1%. S&P 500 shed 1.3%. Nonetheless, it's still just 2.9% below its 2023 closing high set at the end of July and is still up uh, over 16% calendar year to date. NASDAQ dropped 1.9%. Both of those indices recording their first negative week uh, in three. In U.S. corporate earnings, uh, supermarket chain Kroger Co. was up over 3%. Investors weighing several developments on Friday, including the company's downbeat fiscal second quarter earnings report, a $1.4 billion U.S. opioid settlement, and an agreement to sell more than 400 stores in an effort to complete its $25 billion acquisition of Albertsons companies. U.S. corporate calendar this week sees Oracle Corp. post its first quarter results tonight. Moderna hosts its 2023 Research and Development Day on Tuesday night. Adobe and Lennar releasing third quarter results on Thursday, while Bristol-Myers Squibb hosts its 2023 uh, R&D Day. Meanwhile, Instacart will this week begin marketing an IPO that is expected to value the online grocery delivery at as little as a quarter of the $39 billion price tag it enjoyed two years ago. So a bit of a litmus test, uh, I guess, for new tech listings this week. Uh, Instacart and its brokers are expected to issue a range, a price range for the shares to prospective investors tonight, and then the shares are expected to begin trading the following week. In the US economic data front on Friday, wholesale inventories are down 0.2% in July, recording their second straight monthly uh, decline, also larger than the 0.1% fall expected by economists. Meanwhile, total uh, consumer credit rose $10.4 billion in July, down from a revised $14 billion gain in the prior month, according to the latest data from the Federal Reserve. Consumer inflation expectations for August are released tonight. Pan-European Stock 600 Index added 0.2% last Friday, snapping a seven-session losing streak, which was its longest since February 2018. The uh, Stocks Europe uh, Energy Index up 0.4% and closing at its highest level since March. Germany's DAX edge 0.1% higher, France's CAC up 0.6%. In European economic data on Friday, a final reading of the German Consumer Price Index eased to a 6.1% year-on-year rate in August. Uh, The core measure was unchanged at 5.5%. European Commission's summer interim economic forecasts are slated for release tonight. It's a quiet uh, European corporate calendar this week. Uh, it sees uh, 
The Spanish multinational clothing company Inditex released their first half result on Wednesday. Hennies and Maritz provides a third quarter sales update on Friday. Uh, London's FTSE 100 was up half a percent, settling with a 0.2% weekly rise. Base metals were weaker across the board on Friday, copper down 0.9% to be trading just shy of $3.74 a pound, extending the weekly decline to around 3%. Nickel was down 2.1% on Friday, aluminium down 0.6% and zinc losing 1.5%. China's latest official uh, inflation figures were released on Saturday. CPI rising by 0.1% in August from a year earlier, reverse, reversing course slightly from a uh, fall of 0.3% in July. Just note also that Beijing has set a CPI control target of around 3% growth for 2023. Uh, China's PPI fell for an 11th consecutive month, down 3% in August after a 4.4% decline in uh, July. Benchmark spot iron ore lost 60 cents or half a percent to $113.25. A metric ton on Friday to be down just over 1% for the week. Gold futures inched 20 cents higher, trading at $1,942.70 an ounce, uh, nonetheless down 1.2% for the week. All prices advanced to cap a second consecutive solid week of gains for crude markets. WTI up 64 cents to 87.51 a barrel, up 2.3% for the week. Brent gaining 73 cents to $90.65 a barrel. That was their highest settlement since the 16th of November uh, 2022 and uh, settling with a weekly rise of 2.4%. The week ahead includes the latest monthly uh, oil market reports from uh, the OPEC and the US Energy Information Administration on Tuesday night, and then the International Energy Agency released their monthly report on the Wednesday night. Uh, in broader energy market moves, European gas prices jumped on Friday after workers at the Gorgon and Wheatstone uh, LNG facilities in Australia, of course, began strike action, so stoking uh, fears of a disruption to global supplies. On US bond markets, 10-year Treasury yields dipping 0.3 of a basis point to 4.26%, still up uh, over eight basis points for the week. Two-year note yield up three basis points to 4.98% and uh, climbing for the 14th week out of the past 18, up almost 12 basis points. Aussie dollar buying about 63.9 US cent. This is general advice only, and we have not considered your needs or objectives.